good old fun friendlies. My name is <laughs> Mason. I'm Alex. Hi, Davis. And welcome to FU Fantasy. Fantasy. Um, so we got a fun episode for you. We did sleepers last time, sleeper ADP, sleepers last time. This time we're gonna do busts. Sleeper busts. Uh, the opposite topic. end of the spectrum. Uh, so we're going to start off uh, per usual. Now we're doing this uh, rant at the beginning, and then we're going to go into the bus, F-U and then we're going to do some, some FU Twitter takes at the end. Um, so oh, let's just jump right in, and we'll have uh, we'll have Alex start with his f- first rant. Okay. My biggest pet peeve in everything that's going on right now is lazy reporting. Everybody wants to put so many reports out there and it has no backing on anything. And people just say stuff. So I'm going to do my, my normal where like, I'm going to talk about the Panthers because that's all, mostly what I read. And so this guy, Gary Davenport for Bleacher oh. Report, uh, puts the Panthers at 5 and 12. Like, wow, that's odd. Let me see why. And he just says, um, Panthers are embarking on a new era under head coach Frank Reich. But the Panthers have significant holes in the roster on both sides of the ball. It's going to take some time to make these Panthers a contender. Oh, really? Because Mina Kimes just came on ESPN yesterday and said, I have the Panthers as a top 10 defensive unit. All, all pieces are in place, stars at every level. Oh, wow. Maybe because she's an actual journalist and doesn't <laughs> do lazy-ass reporting. That's Damn. my opinion. Love wow. it. We do, you did we it do under, stand Mina Kimes on this podcast. We do stand Mina Kimes. Oh, absolutely. I love Mina um, Kimes. Yeah, Alex, Alex we talked about this last night. The, the, I think, was that the exact article that you read to me? I think it was. Yeah, um, it was, yeah. Yeah, it's she not. I saw it on Twitter today. So somebody said something about Miles Sanders. He said, Miles Sanders should get a down tick in uh, yards per carry. So I'm down more down on mo- than most analysts. You don't sound like an analyst because you wouldn't have seen David Montgomery had 3.8 yards per carry. Yards per carry doesn't matter in fantasy football. We care about receptions. We care about attempts. We care about touchdowns. You're a freaking moron. Don't call yourself a a fantasy analyst with no analysis. (laughs) Oh, damn. Well, there you go. Love it. Love it. Uh, F you. F you. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, My turn? Yeah. All right, Davis. All right. I'm ready. So You're, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold your horses. time, Alex. He got like four minutes. I know I did. I, I did. I was a little late to it, but he also, he got there. I'm just kidding. He I love that. Ready? Minute, Alex. Three, two, one. F you rant, go. Preemptive rant. Hard knock starts tonight, and I am so excited Ooh. and upset that we're about to get unreasonably excited about some random Jets player leading up to <laughs> the draft. It's going to happen. happens every year. Zonovan Knight, sure. Tyler Conklin, I'm in. Let's do it. Somebody's going <laughs> to pop up. Somebody's going to freak out about them, and you're going to see somebody on the Jets go about eight rounds higher than they should. And it's probably going to be me that takes them, which really makes me mad. So there you go. <laughs> to rant. Heard it here first. Uh, I love it. You, that was that was a cool 30, 30 seconds, my guy. I'm concise, baby. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, the only thing that it's only going to make Jeff, Jeff Wilson by the end of Hard Knocks is probably going to be like everyone's number one wide receiver. Like Justin Jefferson, who? Oh, yeah. Garrett <laughs> Wilson. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, all right. Well, here's, here's... Randall Cobb's going to make his comeback to glory. And it's like <laughs> fifth round, Randall Cobb. Let's do it. We're all here for it. Oh, no. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to time mine here, too. And here I go. F you, Rand, start. Uh, injuries, man. They're already starting to pile up. I fucking hate it. FU injuries for sure. We yep. lost Tim Patrick for the year after he uh, he he tore his Achilles just now after he had a I think an ACL last year. Yeah, he's he's a little older in his career. He was supposed to potentially be vying for that number two spot, potentially even number one, yeah. and he's just done. And it's sad and it sucks and I hate it. Um, we've we've. Cooper Cup has the soft tissue uh, injury already. Joe Burrow already has mm-hmm. one, and they're they're just they're, those guys aren't out yet, but they are they're gonna start coming, and it makes me so sad. So fuck you injuries. Yep. Fuck you injuries. Yep. F you injury. I mean, F you injuries. F you injury. 
free yeah. juice. I will say yeah. so now that so this is kind of a good lead in. Um, this is uh, this is my honorable mention, and I don't want to call it a bust because I love this guy and I think he's going to be uh, good once he comes back. And that is Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't want to overreact, but I also am going to react a little bit. Jamar Chase came out on Twitter and he's gone on a couple shows. I've seen like a little post of him doing stuff about telling his quarterback not to rush back, that they're going to be okay without him. Uh, that, you know, make sure that you, you take care of yourself and they'll, they'll clean up the first few uh, games of the season. Uh, don't rush back. And I think it's smart, you know, I, I but I also am now, I am worried about it. I'm not going to overreact. I did drop him down a little bit, uh, but also I think it's reasonable to say that he was at four and I just put Fields and um, Lamar Jackson above him, which is not really that crazy of a thing to do anyways, uh, just because of their rushing upside. Um, He's still my number six. And if he starts playing and he looks good, uh, I don't know if he's going to play at all in the preseason. Probably not. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be know. hard to tell. So I think just because of the cautionary uh, element of it, I'm going to have him at number six, probably for my final rankings, uh, just because that upside of those rushing guys and they're not injured as of right now. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. It's not a bust. It's more just like a little bit uh, drop in ADP for me. Mm-hmm. And we should we should qualify to that point what we mean by a bust. Right. So a bust is not necessarily saying, hey, Justin Jefferson's going to just not score you any points as your first overall pick. What it means is you're drafting somebody to hit a certain level. They may hit a couple rounds, ADP below that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more, but it's not saying don't draft this player. It's just a little, little rich for my taste. Well, that's, and that's what I said at the beginning of last episode for, for the sleepers, it's ADP sleepers. And these are ADP busts. Like it's not that we dislike these players or, you know, or hate them or anything. It's just that we think they're going too high. Um, yep. and so, um, so these are ADP busts, not just mm-hmm. bust busts. Yeah. Let's get All into right. it. All right. Who are we, who are we starting with? Alex, go ahead. Running back. Uh, sure. Let's start, start with running back. Okay. Um, I got Ramondre Stevenson. Oh. Wow. Go on. Ready? So there was a term before last year. We all said it in the fantasy community. You don't draft Patriots. You don't do it because there's always so many of them, and mm. you never know which one's going to go off. We had the perfect storm last year. We had the perfect storm that Damon Harris got hurt, Ty Montgomery got hurt, and then you had just Ramondre Stevenson because there was no one else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and you also had a someone who didn't know how to coach offense that was like, "Yeah, just pass it to the running back because I don't know anything else to do." Because my 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 thing is so sim- simplistic because I've never been an offensive coordinator before, right? So, you, you've already seen them. They, they have Ty Montgomery coming back. They tried to bring in James Robinson. A lot of the camp is talking about Pierre Strong. That might be somebody mm-hmm. that I should have gone into a little bit more on sleepers because uh, Pierre Strong's making a really strong camp. But you have Bill O'Brien coming in as um, your offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien, the last three times we saw him as a head coach, his running backs were RB29, and RB30, he had uh, uh, Duke Johnson and, and Carlos Hyde were RB29, RB30. Uh, 2018, Lamar Miller, RB23. And then uh, 2017, Lamar Miller, RB16. So 16 is fine, uh, but there was a sprinkle of uh, Alfred Blue in there and there, all this kind of stuff. So um, he's mostly a, a pass to the receiver guy because he had uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Fuller, and those kind of guys, they draft a guy, they have Juju coming in, um, they give uh, Devonta Parker uh, another contract, they go after Hopkins, so you can, people talk, listen, they're trying to go after receivers to bring in, right? And then you look at the uh, the times where, the, the uh, targets, sorry, the targets. In those three years, uh, Bill O'Brien only targeted the running back 205 times. That's a small amount. That's about 68, um, averages out to 68 times per year, which averages out like, five a game, four a game to just to every running back. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had 88 targets last year to 20 more. So that's basically you're bringing it down like 33% of his targets from last year in the Bill, Bill O'Brien system. So 
With all of that being said, I think you see a lot more time at Montgomery, especially for pass catching situations, and you see a lot more of Pierre Strong. So that uh, Stevenson's going uh, RB10 and overall um, 25th. I think you see him more in the ladder of RB2 than you see him as the RB1 that he's being drafted as. You, you see him as a late round RB2? I think see him as a, a, like a bottom half RB2. Hmm. Wow. I'm going to argue against that a little bit for a couple reasons. One, who was Bill O'Brien's quarterback for most of his Texans tenure? Well, this time he had uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and what does Deshaun Watson do in addition to slinging the ball? Well, yeah, he runs the ball. Yeah, I get, right. He doesn't have that in New England, right? So he's got Mac Jones, who's already on the hot seat. Part of the reason that Ramondre Stevenson got as many targets as he did is because Mac Jones couldn't throw the ball down the field consistently. But also, didn't they have Matt Patricia as their offensive coordinator? Who yeah, never called, saying, he he never called an offensive offense. play. So you yeah, got to hope there's player. a better offense there. Back half of, of RB2, I don't see it, but I, the argument, well, I think the, there's an argument there for sure. The dude, the dude only had an uptick. He only had 68 yards per game, which is only an uptick from 58 yards a game mm-hmm. that he had the year before. Yeah. So it's not like he got higher usage as far as running the football. He just got peppered with targets, and that's what made his upside so high because he's walking away. Uh, I think he had 70 catches last year, so you're, you're coming away with five extra points per game um, in, in, uh, in just receptions. That's, that's going to do a lot for you. Yeah. you know? and, I, and, I, he had, and he had the whole job to himself. Oh, one more point. When, when he had uh, Damian Harris in there, uh, that Damian Harris got 10-plus t- touches. Um, this is his stat line. Uh, 4.7 points, 6.1 points. Get 121.1 points, uh, 12.9 points, and uh, 11.2 points. So, yeah, so it's it's more of a split. I mean, it's that there. those aren't. I mean, the 21 and the 12 aren't horrible, but you know, 11 it isn't going to kill you. But it's not. Yeah, your your points well made. I, I could see. Yeah. I could. I could see myself dropping him a little bit. Um, but I don't know about back half. That seems a little aggro for me. Um, but I could. I could see myself not wanting to take him at. The two three turn where he's probably going. You see, what's his yeah, ADP? We need to be doing 20, ADP. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, yeah, right now. So I yeah, think so, for him so and a lot of these guys. This game. Do yeah. you, would you rather have Jameer Gibbs or Roger Stevenson? Roger Stevenson. Stevenson. Would you rather have Najee Harris or Roger Stevenson? Probably Najee at that point. Oof, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Close. That's, that's, that's where really that's where the Joe line Mixon, is. Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. Like, I'd rather have guys that have done I'd rather, it for a oof. longer period of time. I'd rather have Ramondre than Mixon. I'd rather it's a more of a toss up with Aaron Jones, but I think I'd lean Ramondre just because of age. I think. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm going to take the guys in better offenses that have proved it more. I'm going to take Mixon. Pro- I've, I've boosted Mixon up. I, I mean, your point. I think your point is really good. I think yep. I have him maybe a touch too high, but I'm not going to drop him lower than probably like. 13, 14. Also, he plays in the AFC East with really good defenses. So let's see how many points he's going to get. Also, yeah. I mean, he did that last year too. Um, and he did pretty well. Yeah. No, I'm looking. I, I should have had the overall schedule. I didn't know I was going to get this much pushback. But we'll watch out for Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> no, I, I, I again, I, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's a decent point. Uh, I, 10 might be a little high, but I, I think probably if I would be surprised if he was outside like top 15. Because he's also he's talented. He's 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 proven his metal. I mean, he's done it. You know. Yeah, he's had four point seven yards per touch, which is fun. Yeah, I like that. Anything All right. four makes me happy. Davis, what you got? Derrick Henry, Tennessee Oof. Titans. Oh yeah, I'm not playing games on this one. So multiple <laughs> reasons. First of all, we'll do a quick ADP run. He's going as the RB six, and he's going at sixteen right now, which I don't hate. But here's where we talked about this last pod. You go look at his age. He's 29. You go look at his carries. He is not, aside from 2021 when he was hurt, he's led the league in carries four, three out of the past four years. Again, excusing that injury year, well over 300 every time. 303 in 2019, 378, 2020, 349. This is, this is a classic case. I'm, I'm pulling a Belichick here. I want to be early, not late on a guy. And it just feels an awful lot like you might catch another good year of Derrick Henry, but this is, this is just a, a no touchy for me. Uh, they've also brought in the receiving help. You got Traylon Burks coming in for year two. You got Newt coming in uh, to help with Tannehill. They're working out all these other you know rookie quarterbacks. So it just feels an awful lot like I don't want to spend that pick on him when you know you have an Amon Ross St. Brown there. You have uh, Mahomes if you want to go QB. You know, there's there's players around him that I think I would take over Derrick Henry this year. 
I thought I agreed with you uh, a couple weeks ago, and then I did a little bit more research into it. And I wish I, I forgot that he was, I think he was RB3 last year. He had RB3. over 2,000 total yards, and he had yeah. the most receptions of his career last year. So that's and another point that I wasn't going to bring up, but keep going. I was very off of him last year, especially after he had that injury the year before. And I was like, all right, the, the, the tires are starting to fall off. The wheels are falling off here. But he just keeps fucking doing it, man. He was a beast last year. And and like, I totally get it. And it makes me nervous because he is that year older, but he's also an enormous human being. And he only he had huge. one, he's only had one real year where he got injured. And yep. even that year, he was the, by far the number one running back mm. when he went down. Yeah, I think he still in, finished the year as an RB two because of his stats. Like he was yeah. crushing. I they they have a pretty tough um, as far as schedule wise for run defenses. Like they got uh, Chargers run defense is good. Uh, Cleveland run defense is good. Cincinnati run defense is good. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. Um, so they're going to get a good run. Miami, uh, Seattle. They got good run defenses they're going against, but they also have pretty bad run defenses that they're going against. As yeah. in, like uh, Indy, um, I mean the division in Jacksonville, like those those teams can't really stop the run. So I think you're going to see a lot of twenty five points, but then you're probably going to see just by sheer volume, like a lot of like between ten and fifteen points. So I think that I think that overall, you're probably looking at he's going to end up where he is, but I think he's going to have weeks where he's not good. Yeah, not Derrick Henry. And, and I wanted to touch on Mason's point real quick, not to harp on him too long, but all those stats you just laid out, Mace, those are mm. career-high stats, right, or close to it. So you're you're basically drafting for him to do that as his baseline. Yeah. And that's where things get a little sketchy because if he goes below that, well, that's your second-round pick, and you could have, you know, and this is an argument we can make for any of these busts. But, uh, right. You know, but it, before again, that, just... regardless of his receptions, before he had 2,000 yards rushing in 2020, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he had almost a thousand yards before he went down in, uh, 2021 and he had 1500 yards last year. It's like he had 15, I mean, in the past three seasons that he played full seasons, he has had f- over 1500 yards rushing. So like right. that baseline, anything you get above that with receptions is fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and he's so consistent even before that, he still had 18, 19, 18 on receptions. So like, I'm, I don't need those receptions for him to still have a fantastic mm-hmm. year. Yeah. You know, those are just bonus as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. But the fact that this, this new offense, uh, you know, I think they brought in a new offensive coordinator last year, right? Wasn't it? Or was it two years ago? Ugh. It doesn't matter. We didn't know that before we said these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm fully prepared to, to eat crow on this one, but I'm, I'm standing by it. Dude, I totally get late. it though. I totally and, get um, it. He just seems, um, it seems like we're due for a Derrick Henry breakdown. It might be in four years. I don't know, but that's <laughs> yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, don't don't draft any of these running backs. But um, yeah. I I I I want the guys that are coming into their prime versus guys that are leaving their prime. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's statistically proven. You want the the guys on their first contract. You want the guys mm-hmm. that are drafted day one. Uh, they're outliers. Obviously, Adrian Peterson did it for a long time. Derrick Henry's right. doing it now. Eckler is a different type of running back. We yeah. may get to him. I don't want to say picks, but uh, that's yeah, that's case closed on Derrick Henry for me. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to do my classic uh, Brees Hall. We've talked about it so much, but I just am going to continue to beat the drum because I was one of, if not the first person to say, what the hell are people? Why is he so high? He's coming off an ACL. They're never the same uh, after the first year. They need two years to recover. Blah, 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 blah. Just to <laughs> remind people, his ADP is 30. Mm-hmm. He's going... 30th at RB12. He is an RB1 in 12 team teams. That is crazy right now. Yeah, if you take him, you are there's just no way he gets you that production. Um, so funny. We said this thing before Saquon, and then everybody still took Saquon. And then he's like, told you so. And then he's yeah. like, let's just do it again. Yeah. yeah. Next year, he's going to, I think he's going to be great. I think he'll probably deserve that, but not this year, man. It's just way too much of a risk. Head coach Robert Salas said that he's not even ready to commit for him. 
for week right, one. Yeah. So it's like yeah. they're they're also still eyeing Dalvin Cook. There's I've heard rumor that the reason they that the they haven't signed Dalvin Cook yet is because they want to do it for hard knocks. Like it's like I don't know how much legitimacy is there, but like there's just too much writing on the wall that they're not satisfied with where he's at and they need mm-hmm. they need help. Yeah. Uh they need more time with him. Just stay away. It just uh, take him mm-hmm. He, he's going to drop and because people are starting to come onto this. And, um, yeah. I still but, wouldn't take him. Yeah. I wouldn't take him top 20 no. in running backs, honestly. Yeah. You, you don't have him in No. I, ha- I don't have him in top 20. I, I think know, I have him at like I'm... 24 maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when we did RB rankings. Yep. Um, uh, and I, So that one, that's just my little PSA that I'm mm-hmm. probably going to say mention every time we do a podcast is stop yeah. this. Stop this. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to do another quick right one. I'm going to do another quick one. Uh uh, J.K. Dobbins, he's going ADP fifty-one and RB twenty. I had him, I had him in my top twenty-four, and I've dropped him out of that since since I started digging a little deeper. Um, yeah, in the past, in his three years as a running back, he has played twenty-three games in three seasons. That is not yeah. what you want. Uh, he's talented. He's yards per carry, like Alex said, is great. But it's also that's not a that's not a. Uh, a PPR stat. That's not a fantasy stat that yeah. you want to use. Um, yeah. They have two solid guys behind him who, who also have great runs per carry, but Edwards has much better hands. He's their passing down back. Um, and guess what? They're both in camp right now. He's holding out. He's, yeah. he's not playing with the team right now because he's got a little pissy pants. And it's like, bro, I, I just, he gives me the, the iggly icky ickies and I want nothing to do with him now. The what else? The, the icky sorry, ickies. Okay. The icky ickies. The iggly, the iggly is what threw me off there. I was curious. Iggly, iggly, yeah. iggly, iggly. Yeah. Can I um, in as well? Oh, are you finished? Sorry. Hold on. Just here's guys that are going around him within like yeah. a couple, like a couple before to like 10 after. These are RBs. Uh, Miles Sanders. Who would you rather have? Miles Sanders Miles or J.K. Sanders. Dobbins? Miles Sanders. Alexander yeah. Madison or J.K. Dobbins? Alexander Madison. Yeah. Cam Akers or J.K. Dobbins? Cam Akers. Uh, Dalvin Cook. You'd have Dalvin? You take yeah, Dalvin's over I'm, Cam I'm Akers? I'm completely out on Cam Akers. I, I am too, but I take him. I almost I wanted to put him in here, but I know. We'll, Dalvin we'll Cook. I don't want him, but if you were asking yeah. me either or, I'm taking Yeah, I don't want him. I'm, I'm going to yeah. take the McVay guy and, and, yeah. uh, that I've seen, in, I've seen it in the last two years. Uh, we obviously don't know where Dalvin Cook's going, but he's going like – it's 10 rounds or 10 spots too. behind him, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, go ahead, Alex. What, yeah, let's go. On um, it's not like a deep dive. We're running out of uh, RB time, uh, but I got uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, he led the team at the league in touches last year. There have only been two running backs since 2013 that led the league in touch de- touches and have been a uh, RB one the next year. There's only been one that's been a top five RB and that was Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so, you're drafting him at RB8 and 18 overall. You're drafting you're him at the ceiling. Yeah, yep. you're not getting the upside of RB5. It's only happened one time ever. Yep. You don't want him. I mean, look at look at J, JT was the rushing leader two years ago. Right. And he had 1,800 yards. And he fell apart last year. Like, yep. he's st- yep. he is still nursing. He's he's like an honorable mention for me. Um, the, yep. He's still nursing that fucking ankle injury. Like, no thank yep. you. Uh, I, yeah. So lightning round, Jonathan Taylor's on my list too. And I, I, I just don't want anything to yep. do with him. He's, yeah, he's and I top. had, I had both those dudes. I had Josh Jacobs. So screw you, Alex. And then Jonathan Taylor was my other option. So it's just yeah, too yeah, much uncertainty, yeah. too much injury, too much yeah. done at once for Josh Jacobs. It, yeah. You know, if he falls a little bit, I would think about it, but even then he's kind of on my icky list. I don't, I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, I don't want any of those. These, there's like four RBs that I want early. And then if I don't get those, I'm waiting. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's go to wide receivers. Alex, what you got? Um, So this is kind of – I'm kind of doing a receiver and um, quarterback in one. Uh, I got uh, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. So this is their – This is the – Both of them? Yeah, so these are the teams that they played last year. Uh, This is where they ranked as far as passing defense. Passing defenses. Uh, Titans were 32nd. Uh, Dolphins were 28th, Ravens were 27th, Vikings were 31st, Lions were 30th, um, Bears were 18th, uh, Rams were 21st or 22nd, uh, Chiefs were 19th. So these were, they went against some of the worst passing, they went against literally the worst passing um, defenses last year. They only played two top 10 defenses 
and that was the the Jets and the Packers. Um, and then when they went oh, and the Browns, sorry, Jets, Packers, and Browns. When they went against them, it was Josh Allen had eleven point six, eighteen point two, twenty one point nine, and that was the um, the Jets again, and then eleven point seven. So he didn't do that well against those, and he just crushed everybody else because they were yeah. terrible passing defenses. Mm-hmm. Going to Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is turning 30 this year. We know what happens when you turn 30 when your wide receivers, only four did it last year when they're 30 or over, they were top 50. Um, his last five games, he was wide receiver 35, and four of those games, he was under 10 points receiving. Oh, that's um, not good. So that's let's, look at, let's look at uh, the the this, these are the, the, the top 10 PP, PFF um, based on what happened in the offseason gives their top 30, uh, 32. Um, passing defenses. Uh, they have Jets at one, Dolphins at two, Eagles at three, Broncos at four, Ravens at five, Cowboys at six, Chiefs seven, Browns eight, Niners nine, uh, and then the Bills at 10. They play Jets twice, who are number one, Dolphins twice, who are number two, Eagles number three, Broncos number four, Cowboys number six, Chiefs number seven. And then you've got the Commanders, they have it 11th. They play the Bucks, who's 13th. The Chargers, who's 14th, and the Bengals, who are 15th. So they basically play every single of the top 15 passing defenses <laughs> this year. So there's not a lot of looking up for them. And you're doing exactly what you're doing. We're talking about is that you're drafting them out their production last year against terrible passing defenses. And then you're going against good passing defenses. And they're getting older. So I have a question for you. Were are you would you not have Josh Allen as your number three quarterback? No, you would have Actually, Lamar. I'm not taking. No, I'm not. I'm, so that's I got. So where would you have him? Uh, so I'd have him. I'd have if I know Burrow is healthy. I'm taking Burrow over him. I'm taking Jalen really? Hurts over him. I'm taking yeah. Fields over him. Uh, so I probably have him on five. No, interesting. interesting. He's yeah. just got that rushing upside because, like, he doesn't need he doesn't need to throw to 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 get points, which is which is why I I would have him at three. Um, but well, so I, Justin I, Fields, and they have a, they don't have as the, they don't have the receivers that he has, so he's going to be running a lot more, and he's younger. So who would I rather have? Yeah, uh, wait, who doesn't have who doesn't have the receivers? Oh, oh, you're saying that the Fields doesn't have the receivers that? Yeah, right. I mean. I don't know. I think there's still a lot of opportunity for Josh Allen to do Josh Allen yeah, things. Yeah, he's uh, still yeah. going to be a good. They're both still going to be very good. I'm yeah, saying. but at ADP, no, I get. I I, yep. I at hear the, at you. the price. The the defense is. I think the defense is is your best argument there. That like mm-hmm. they, they're gonna they're gonna run My into only some, Yeah, you're some freight trains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also think talent wins out there. You, you know, he, but I'm taking, taking C D over Diggs. I'm taking AJ Brown over Diggs. Um, I'm taking uh honestly, I'm probably taking Waddle over. I don't want Diggs at all with all those other elite dudes that I can see. I'm not challenged Ty- Tyreek with with him. Uh, I'm taking Cup. I'm taking I'm I'm taking probably nine receivers over Stephon Diggs. And he's going no. to, uh right receiver. Wow, you hate Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I mean I don't hate him, but he, yeah. he, he was wide receiver 35 the last five games of last year. He had four single-digit games. I hear you. All right. Uh, uh, Davis, what you got? Why? We're doing uh, – I only have a receiver. I don't have the stack combo like Alex does. But <laughs> I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. And hmm. it's a little bit – I'm kind of fudging a little bit because he's currently ADP 43, so he's not that high up there. But you're going to see a theme with me and my bus where we're talking age – we're talking injury history, and in this case, we're talking the offense changing a bit, right? So he's still your steady guy. He's still, I mean, he's done. Where where my thing go? He's had basically a hundred catches every year for the past million years since 2017, except last year when he had some injuries. But you also have Mike Williams doing Mike Williams stuff. You have all these pass catchers. Uh, Quentin Johnston, I think, was his name, the mm-hmm. guy that they drafted. They're high on him. Eckler's doing his stuff. So. You know, it's another case of I'd rather be early than late on these guys. And, you know, looking at the ADP around 43, they got TJ Hawkinson going right before him. You've got your fields, Herbert, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce. You got starting running backs and some potentially top tier quarterbacks. 
I like that better than where he's going right now. If he's going, Ooh, six take, round, I would take him over Damian cool. Pierce. I'm not really that's, big on, and Damian that's totally Pierce. fair. But what I mean is, like, if you're looking for opportunity, I think there's a lot more argument that he's not going to be catching, you know, 14 balls a game like he's done in the past. He's a high floor guy, you know, high floor, not super high ceiling, and and like around that area. Uh, an article I was reading today, and I'm to- I just clicked out of it, uh, so I'm an asshole. Uh, but it's essentially on, you should be drafting guys at high floor all the time. Uh, like there's, there's some, some people like even Matthew Barry says, you know, get your, get a a strong base floor guy to start. You can, what's his phrase? You can all, you can, you can't, uh, win your draft at the beginning of the draft, but you you can can lose it. Um, which kind of goes into make sure you get a solid guy. Don't go for the upside guy, but there also is another train of thought it's like always go for the upside guy um you know that when when the first couple rounds it's going to be hard to really biff but like alex is saying there there's the Ramondre stevensons of the world that can Mm -hmm. screw you up there is always going to be some outliers um so so like keenan allen's one of those dudes that is exactly that he's like he's got a high floor but he's not going to give you much more than like 20 points a game uh and then you know there's going to have those weeks where he's only giving you like 12 and it at your wide receiver two around that area, you're probably looking at like a T Higgins. I'd rather have him. I'd rather have Olave who's got more upside uh, just based off of roughly where that is. I I don't quote me on, but that's going to be in the same range. Yeah, totally. The point I was going to bring up there is that if the draft falls the way, I hope it will. I'm coming out of the first two rounds with either a two top wide receivers or, you know, a top wide receiver and Jason Kelsey, basically. Oh, Um, man. Smart guy. Very yeah. smart guy. Travis Kelsey, excuse me. Jason I was about to say, did you just say Jason Kelsey? <laughs> you want that big, center? <laughs> big, guy, big guy touchdowns. I'm here for it. Hell so, yeah. you know, if I, if that works the way I want, then, you know, he's then I'm looking at Keenan Allen there as either a flex player or I'm trying to find a running back and get that train rolling. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it is where he falls in ADP right now. I'm not going to end up with him. Yeah, no. Probably should go a round or two later, but I also see the floor and acknowledge that just you know what you're going to get with them in theory i i love keenan allen as my wide receiver three or flex you know i think that would be crazy you're not going to get him there but that steady eddie that's when you start looking at guys that like man i i'm okay taking that guy at that position because he's just gonna he's gonna be a constant for you but as your wide receiver two there's upside guys that i would rather have you know uh so i agree my, uh, uh, I'm I doing. Say we don't, we don't. Sorry, last point. We don't talk about auction a ton or other drafting styles in, in no. this podcast yet. Give it to me. Keenan Allen in an auction where maybe you get him for fifteen bucks. You know that. Sign me up for that all day. Hell yeah! I think I think be, just like you said, he's got the consistency. He's got the floor. Somebody may bid you up to twenty ish, and that's still fine. But you know, fourth round is a very big difference from spending a ton of money on your top couple players and then filling out the roster. So and he, he you know, he, he does have some injury history there too. Now mm-hmm. he, he is getting older. Like, like Alex says, there's not that many quarterback or, or wide receivers that end up that high over the age of 30. So you're taking a big yep. gamble there. Um, I also have a, a combo thing. It's not combo uh, quarterback wide receiver. It is, Ooh. it is a combo tight end wide receiver. And I don't want anything to do with the Atlanta Falcons pass catchers. Give me, give me zero shares of Kyle Pitts and give me zero shares of Drake London. They, I was blown away at how high Drake London is going. His ADP is 61 at wide receiver 25. Like he is a low end wide receiver too. What the flying fuck are people thinking? (laughs) He finished last year's wide receiver 43. And now he has, a, a, a yep. worse quarterback potentially. Yep. They, I, I just don't understand. Now, if all of this changes, if they throw Tyler Heineke into the mix, I, I would like his upside, but that's just not going to happen. They're going to go with Desmond Ritter for the start of the year. Uh, and I, I cannot emphasize how wild it is that he's going at wide receiver 25. They're going to be a run first offense. They have a stable full of running backs. They're going to throw, even if for some reason Bijan goes down, they still have, uh, uh, Cordell Patterson. They yep. still have nobody's talking about him either. Yeah, they still have. I'm blanking on his name off the top Algier, of my head. Yeah, Algier. Algier. Last year. Yeah, exactly. Like they're just gonna pound the ball. Uh, and then not only that, 
they have Kyle Pitts. They're going to be eating into each other's target share. Like I, I, I want nothing to do with 30, these dudes. Thirty first in uh, pass attempts last year. Arthur Smith's never been higher than twenty eighth in pass attempts. That's what I'm talking That's about. A little Army game. Let's do it. They didn't. So four pass attempts a game. That's what I'm. Uh, Mariota, Mariota, I think averaged sixteen or like twenty passes, maybe less. Like that. that yeah. Uh, and then I, when uh, Ritter went in, it only went up to like twenty six, which is not good. Um, and and. So Kyle Pitts ADP is 64 and he's going tight end five right now. And we talked about this on the tight end episode. It, I dropped him down a lot. You guys convinced me. I don't, I, I lost my mind for a little bit right now. He's wearing a fucking knee brace too. Like he's, he's injured still. Like there's no way, there's no way I'm drafting him at cube a tight end five and in the sixth, yeah. in the seventh round. There's just no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got yeah, nothing I on both him. of That's those. My second guy. Yeah, I like yeah. that call a lot. Um, all right, we could do a tight. You guys, tight ends. Yeah. Um, you want me to? Do you have another wide receiver you want to touch on no, real no, quick? No, I, but I have another combo. Ooh, I do love the combo meal. Go for it. All right, all right cool. give me give me that McDonald's combo meal, baby. All right, so I got um, Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Oh, Sorry, oh, y'all. oh, he's upset. He's I'm upset. Mad. I'm Sorry, mad. guys. Um, so. Is is low key Lamar Jackson just Michael Thomas and nobody's talking about it? This is this is Lamar Jackson's <laughs> finishes the last three years. QB fourteen, QB fifteen, QB ten. So he hasn't been he hasn't been a top ten like nine through one since two thousand nineteen, which is when Michael Thomas was really good. Um, QB fourteen, QB fifteen, QB ten. Missed five games each of the last two years and only had five games over twenty points the last two years. And somehow we still think Lamar Wait, Jackson. Wait, total? Five games, over 20 points. The last two two years. No, no, last year and the year before that. Okay, to- each year. Yeah, yeah. so he played yeah, okay. He played 12 games each year. He's only played 12 games each year, so he's always right. hurt. And and he's always sick, randomly. And um, he only had in five, less than half those games were over 20 points. Now he has the, an, the immune system of, a, of an infant, for sure. Yeah, yeah so... Confirm. If, if he's going, he, you're, you're talking, you were talking about him the same like area as like uh, uh, Josh Allen and uh, Jalen Hurts. And those guys are going to put up 23, 24 points a game. And you have Lamar Jackson in there who only does it five times a year. So I don't see how we think that he's going to be that good as far as his ceiling. I think he's still going to be a good player because I think that offense is going to be good. But I'm, I don't think you're going to have the same. Lamar Jackson that you remember as he was in, in 2019. That being said, I also have the same feeling about Mark Andrews. So, uh, Where, real quick, what's uh, what's his ADP? What is uh, Lamar's ADP? Uh, he's um, ADP is uh, sorry, man. Um, uh, QB four overall, thirty fourth. Wow, he's QB four. QB four oh. overall, thirty four. Um, and then that we got, is uh, a little rich. Yeah. yeah. And you got Mark Andrews, who's uh, tight end two, overall 26th. Guess how many uh, receptions Todd Munkin had to Browns tight ends in 2019? Well, I don't know. 27. Browns tight ends had 27 receptions in 2019. It's not but a high number. Not a high number. Not yeah, a high but- number at all. They throw the running back. They had Kareem Hunt and Chubb. And they had and they get receivers. They have OBJ. They had uh, uh, Jarvis Landry. They had Njoku on that team. They had a good tight end on that team. It's not like he just didn't have a good tight end. And then uh, you have um, Andrews had seventy three receptions last year. So and you just got a ton. Too. You just got a ton of people. Because when people talk, listen. Munkin comes in. He gets Zay Flowers, OBJ, Nelson Aguilar, James Proch, like. Bateman's coming back from injury, re-signs a pass-catching tight end. There ain't going to be the same amount of targets as he's gotten in the past. There's not enough targets to go around. He's still a good tight end. Talent still wins a lot, but he doesn't win enough for tight end two and 26 overall. Okay, so I'm going to kick back a little bit about the, uh, the, the Munkin offense with tight ends. If you recall the past two years at Georgia where he's been, he threw to the tight end all the fucking time. Brock well, Bowers the was the number one tight end. Say what? The most talented tight ends in the in the league. Well, he has the second most, probably best catch passing tight end in the league in the right, offense he's going into. But 
like what I'm saying. When people talk, listen. They signed, they drafted Zay Flowers, who apparently looks freaking phenomenal. Yeah, and, and OBJ's looked great in camp, too. And OBJ, and uh, they brought in Nelson Aguilar. Like, they want to throw the ball to their backs and their receivers. And, and Andrews will still get touches, but he ain't going to get 73 receptions again. He ain't going to get a, a 107 receptions again like he had two years ago. And Lamar Jackson misses five games a year. So there's no reason that you're going to – you should spend 26th overall pick on Mark Andrews when you don't have the upside of what he did in 2021. We're thinking of Lamar and we're thinking of Andrews based on what they did in the past and not what they have done lately and not what the Ravens are basically telling us that they're going to do. I think that's a fair argument. I would counter with just the Lamar to Mark Andrews connection. Yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of unfair to say new guy coming in X Y Z happens. That is going to be part of it, but also he's coming in knowing Mark Andrews is the guy, right? That's yeah. he's been Lamar's guy for four years now. You know his injury history, whatever. I think you got to take that into account that there is that connection there. That is some you know Lamar's security blanket for like. I I would say yeah, well, I he, would. He, he was that last year and he was tied in four. So, I mean, I think I think he's with probably no, going with no to... target. Who was hurt? Mark Andrews. No, he wasn't. He played every game. No, he, he was definitely he hurt, games. bro. Sorry, he missed two games. He and he was injured after game. that. Alex, you had him on yeah. your team. You know he was hurt. He so, got 100, 113 targets last year. And he got like, down, down, balls. 40, down 40 from the year before. He yes, was definitely hurt, and it you. definitely affected his his game. Yeah, I had him all last like, year. Oh, so week 17, when he scored 19 points, he was still hurt? When was he? You keep doing this. You can't pick and choose when he's hurt. He's either hurt at certain times or he's not hurt. Yeah, he was. He was hurt through in the middle of the yeah, season. Hurt. Look at his numbers. Oh, oh, but everybody goes through it. George Kittle missed two games. George Kittle's first five games of the season were 0, 0, 6.8, 4.4, 7.7. You can't keep doing this. Oh, well, in this certain amount of time, he he kind of got hurt. He's still he's still He missed he missed the first George two Kittle. games of the season too. What are you talking about? You missed the first two games of the season. I'm looking at it. Tim that's what I'm saying. Kittle was 0, 0, 6.8, 4.4, 7.7. And then he came back from injury, and he was points. good. So it at the end of the year. He had fantasy points than Mark Andrews. He missed the same amount of games. He had the same amount of single-digit games and still had more fantasy points. So you, you can't keep on saying, oh, well, this dude. Uh, look at look at uh, T.D. Hawkinson. He got traded middle of the season. He had 1.6 points before he got traded and then 8.8 after he got traded. Everybody goes through shit. Everybody does. Everybody goes through injuries. Everybody gets banged up a bit. But what I'm saying is, though Kittle's going what ten spots behind him, and like what is he not? Gonna, he's not gonna get hurt again. I, I don't understand the. You did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you can focus thumb. Yeah, well, we had a broken thumb. We put a thirty-four <laughs> points. So four hundred yards the, the week after he broke his thumb. So with like, are we saying is that injuries? Huh. The week after he broke his thumb, he, he put up look, 34 points. Yeah, look at these stats, man. Yes, I, I looked it up right in front of you. You said Aaron Rodgers, oh, he had a broken thumb. And then he puts up 300-something yards right after he breaks his thumb. Uh, yes, I, I mean, guys I, get banged I, up. Guys get banged yes. up. It happens. George Kittle didn't do anything the first five weeks of the season and still scored, had more fantasy points. He also that's had 11 saying. touchdowns or 12 touchdowns, and that's going to inflate numbers significantly. <laughs> okay. Guys score touchdowns. <laughs> and also and also he didn't have he didn't have his quarterback for the last half of the year. I know, that's my point. He hasn't had his quarterback the last five games of the season, the last two years. I'm not talking about his talent, man. I'm talking about what you're looking at as what you can You can't at. use both sides of the argument, Alex. It gives me no reason to argue with you because you're saying both things. What's I'm both moving Mark things? Andrews up after this what, conversation. What's right? both things? I gave you the reason not to draft him is because it's quarterback's not there he's going too high i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you that that because of but because of all the the his his being injury last year is not a good reason to not draft him this year i'm not saying that i'm saying that george kittle was injured last year and he had more fantasy points he because he it was the the beginning of the year and and it was for a shorter period of time look at he missed two games and then he was hurt for three games it's single digits the first three games he played because he was still hurt. He was coming back from injury. And, and then he also got Brock Purdy, who's a tight end. I mean, there's, there's, you can give so many different reasons. At the Lamar end of the Jackson. year, he had Brock Purdy, who was a, who's a, who was a rookie quarterback, and he looked at him. He was had eyes for nobody else. Who's going to be his quarterback again this year? And that's great. And he's going to, he's Darnold. probably going to produce. But also, 
Andrews is healthy this year. Your best argument, your best argument is that Lamar may not be there and that, and that there's other people in that offense. I'll kick back on the Todd Munkin thing. Okay. Well, and that, and, and that Lamar like also has, has eyes and they've had a connection for, for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. So Zay Flowers ain't going to get targets. OBJ, yes, but they, they didn't have any receivers to give targets to last year. That's I my think, point. I also think that I also health. think that if Lamar is healthy, yeah, which we have to too. assume right now, if he's healthy, that he's also going to throw a lot more fucking balls. Yeah. He you could, throw the same. You're going to throw the same amount of passes regardless. Every offense throws between thirty and forty passes a game. That's just going to happen in every offense, unless you're freaking. Uh, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, where all you do is pass. The ball. But what I'm saying, I think there's Don't a lot more completions to be had because he, the offense is going to be more efficient because it's not a, an ancient offense. They're gonna, they're not going to be running the ball necessarily as much, and then he's gonna. Be, they're gonna run the ball. What? Harbaugh will not not run the ball. But the the uh, you think that they're not going to run? You think that they are going to run? More or the same as they did. Split. You might get three, four more targets a game. It will not go up in targets. That will not happen. Like an, an extra jump. But some of these guys got to get targets. They didn't bring Zay Flowers in for nothing. They didn't bring OBJ in for nothing. Bateman's coming back. You're going to have Aguilar. You have du Duvernay. You're going to get yeah, no. catchers out there. Absolutely. There ain't enough. He is not. There's no way he's going to have 73 catches this year. It ain't going to happen unless Ooh. all these dudes get hurt. I'll put money on that right now. You'll put $100 all right, on, on the pod right now that Mark Andrews will not have 73 catches this year. He had 107 the year before that. I know, that's, we're, that's how we're drafting him. We're drafting him based on two years ago. I think I think he is he's being inflated, but uh, 73 is around it, so I think that's a good line, so I'm not going to bet that. Okay. Yeah. 70? Yeah, I mean, if we're really going to dig into it, the difference in their scoring was entirely the touchdowns. I mean, Mark Andrews, between Andrews and Kittle, Andrews was only behind him by 10, and he caught 13 more balls, right, almost right. 200 more yards. So, Yeah, Stephon Diggs has more yards than uh, touchdowns. Are, touchdowns are fluky, is what I'm saying. Yes. I'm, Ch Jamar, take... Chase, Jamar Chase is sixth last year in, uh, in passing yards, but he's second in fantasy points. You know where he's going? Second. We're not saying, oh, man, was it only because he scores touchdowns? Yeah, guys scored touchdowns. That's why we. That's why we draft them. It's for the touchdowns. Adam Thielen for three years we drafted him because he scored touchdowns. Touchdowns is silly. Like that's. It's not like an arbitrary thing. Like guys score touchdowns. Guys are. Yeah, but they they can fluctuate. If you if you if you put all of your I, eggs in that basket, then then. I'm not saying put all the eggs in the basket. I'm saying he's getting drafted at his ceiling, and you guys are like nuancing it about. No, I I think I still I still think that they, there's a, a way that he is wide or the uh, tight end two at the end of the year. I think yep. that it's going to be a lot closer with him and Hawk. Um, and I think if you want upside, I think Hawk at his ADP is a better shot. Um, I think Mark Andrews is probably go is definitely going too high for me. I won't be drafting him at his ADP, so I I don't mind the the take. We we <laughs> wildly derailed. Um, yeah, you're pushing back on just like so much like minuscule things about my argument, and instead of just being like, "Yeah, well, you're right," but he did he was hurt for like three games, so you know, okay, everybody's <laughs> yeah, hurt. It was more than that, you condescending fuck. <laughs> oh man, well, Lamar was hurt. Yeah, Lamar's always fucking hurt. That's the point. Yes, I I agree with the overall point, so we can move on. Um, I just don't think he's going to be as bad as you think he's going to be. Hundred bucks, man. Seventy-three dollars. Seventy-three receptions. Um, moving on. Yeah, and I've got to I've got to go after this next this next round. So I've got to call. Uh, we're we're pretty much up, done, so. anyways. Uh, uh, I'm go ahead, Davis. Do you have one more? You know what? I'm going to be very saucy on this one because oh, yeah? mostly because Alex took my tight end pick, so. Oh, the um, one you were pushing back on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't okay, have the same okay. re same reasons you did. So I'm going to do a stack too. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey don't touch them. Oh wow! And here's why. Here's why. You said you were dropping Kelsey that first. Oh yeah, for sure I am. You're no. So so here's here's what I mean, right? Kelsey, you almost got to do it. He's a hundred points better than the next guy. <laughs> but listen to me, listen to me. Don't you start. 316 overall fantasy points for Kelsey, right? You go to uh, wide receivers, that's good for 
fifth overall. So you're passing up potentially 50 more yeah, points it's, it's, on it's the wide receivers ADP in argument. the first round. It's not a right. tight end argument. Right. The other problem is if you want Kelsey, the next logical thing is to go Mahomes, who's going in the second round. Right. So you got or maybe early third. You got 15. You got six. It's a lot of you're passing up on a lot of position players. And especially for Mahomes, he finished uh, 20 points higher than Josh Allen, who finished 15 higher than Jalen Hurts, who finished 20 higher than Joe Burrow. You can get those points and make them up elsewhere. Mm. Argument here for sure is not don't actually draft these players. Like if you come out of this with Kelsey in the first round, great. But if you come out of it with Kelsey in the first round thinking he's going to just you've won a, you've won a position, but at what cost? Yeah, it's the, it's the argument you make there. Now, again, I like Kelsey a lot. I think it's hard to argue against him going to the first round, but been burned before. And it felt real good to put these sunglasses on before I said all this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. That's a, that's my that's my combo meal. If you're trying to do a stack like that, don't do it in the first and second round. Oh, Here's, man, I, uh, I don't like Mahomes in the second this year. Mahomes, no, Mahomes it's too high. Actually, Mahomes was actually on my list. It's just yeah. you're you're getting the number one of the position. I think every year, but man, you are passing up on some good stuff. In yeah, that yeah which you can make you can make that up. The the difference between him and it getting hurts, uh, you know, a round yeah, and a half exactly. later is yeah. is minuscule. They they were yeah. within a point of each other last year also, on a per her, game basis. That defense is going to be a lot worse. The the Eagles defense. I want. All I can get at the Eagles offense this year. Because I have Jalen Hurts as my number one, and I'm yeah, happy that other people do not. Uh, yeah. And very few people have him number yeah. one. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are on that Mahomes ride, but it's well, the, that ride the is Chiefs expensive. Defense is better too. Yes, Chiefs defense exactly. is better this year, so they won't have to put up the points that they usually do. The Eagles, um, uh, Eagles defense or the Chiefs? Defense? I will say this. I will say this for I. I plan on in at some point in the next few weeks doing mock drafts and looking at that. And just for fun, I absolutely am going to try and do a Kelsey Mahomes stack yeah. just to see what it looks like. Totally. Um, totally. Because I because if there's a way you can do it, oof, it just sounds so tasty. I just got to get a top tier receiver. I can't but. Wait. But well, the thing is, is like top tier receiver. I would I'm more on the top tier pass catcher, but I'm, I'm just saying do mock drafts, check yeah. out different strategies because if it doesn't work, and I don't think it does, uh, because you are literally taking uh, those those one those positions that you only need one of, got to come up with a term for that. Um, you're taking the two that you would do that with when you should really, if you're going to do that, you should really only be taking one of those positions uh, yeah. in your top six picks. If you do both of them, then you are absolutely hamstringing yourself down the road. I mean, there is there is a world where you come out of a Kelsey Mahomes first two picks with a Chris Olave in the third, or DK Metcalf, yeah, or T. Higgins. Like, the fourth. Why is there's there's there is room to make that work. I'd be fascinated to see. I don't know. I'll do some of those mock drafts too, Mace. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm a little too conservative, but I definitely don't take both of them. And frankly, no, it's it, I think it's arguments against both. I think it's silly right to now. take both, even though. I don't think it will ruin you, but I don't think it's it's a championship team. I think you can make the playoffs potentially with that team or sneak in. I just you're just giving up so much to yeah. to those mm-hmm. those key positions uh, at wide receiver and running back, especially wide receiver in the first two rounds. I might I might have to do that this afternoon. Check. That yeah, out. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I I want to do it so bad just because it sounds <laughs> tantalizing. Uh, yep. But I, I'm gonna do one last one. Uh, this is kind of everyone's kind of on this train. And if you're thinking about taking Dalton Kincaid at the end of your draft as your tight end, then Love it. think again. It is just <laughs> foolish. Uh, do not draft rookie tight ends. It is like almost it's it's almost up there with don't draft running backs coming off ACL the next year. Like it just never works. It never works. Dalton Kincaid is going at 119, which is like, okay, that's not that crazy. But he's going as a top 12 tight end. He's tight end 12 right now. And He's he's maybe not even the number one tight end on that no, offense. He's, he's, they still have Dawson Knox. Who they still have Dawson Knox. He's, he's been decent the past couple of years. He's a speaking of touchdown guy. He is a mm-hmm. beast of a touchdown guy, and that's There's why. A lot you, of, yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good words. Speaking of talking and listening, coming out of camp, Buffalo Bills camp about Dalton Kincaid. I still am in believe it when I see it mode. You know, my rant earlier about hard knocks also applies to preseason games. Very excited to hear a lot of Dalton Kincaid. 
hype, yes. but I'm with you, Mason. I don't, I don't buy it just yet. Give me a guy with touchdown equity that is that is no, established. Touchdowns are, flu- are fluid. We don't know what touchdowns are fluky. Happen, so. fluky. Fluky. Yeah, fluky. Yeah. Uh, less so with tight ends. You just said tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> We need to no, go. you we'll, said we'll you said this, we'll be back on this. We'll be back on this. No, you said you said you brought up uh, uh, our boy that's in Panthers right now. Anyways, we're moving. We're not going back to that. Um, uh, yeah, so don't take a, a rookie tight end. Agreed. Uh, you want to hear some tweets? Yep. So I almost said this with uh, Drake London, but I didn't want to. So we're talking about you want guys like in ten through twenty as like a upside, right? Uh, upside guys that can you know maybe push to be like wide receiver ones or something like that. Drake London's going at what wide receiver 27? Um, 25. 25. Yeah. Uh, 119 of 120 of the last uh, wide receiver ones played on a team that finished the top 10 in pass attempts. And Arthur that Smith does, has been over 28 not? in a year. Yeah. So <laughs> if, there's only been one person <laughs> – so, so that's that's him. And then we were talking about Deontay Johnson. The Steelers, in the last two seasons, haven't had an offense crack the top twenty in pass attempts or scoring offense. It's pass attempts or scoring off offense, and they haven't been either one. So, those two guys. So is that is that a negative Deontay Johnson uh, take? It's a, it's a it's a watch out for the upside on those kind of guys. Like, and yeah. I think that's what you want in in your you know ten through twenty, like a Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk. Uh, so let's look. So I actually wrote this down for my. Uh, but he also game. had 147 targets last year. Yeah. So yeah, sure. So he can be the one one person. I was. This is most. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. You just Deontay Johnson's one of my guys, so I don't know. I mean, it's 119 over 120, so I I don't know what to tell you. Um. So the guys going after Drake London that is possibly buying for um a, like wide receiver one. Is Lockett behind him? Ayuk, Evans, and Kirk. They all are coming after Drake London. Lockett last year was 13th. Ayuk was 15th. Evans was 17th. Kirk was 12th. What are we doing with Drake London? I don't know, man. It's blowing my mind. 119 out of 120. Um, yeah, so finished, got, yeah, again, he, finished wide receiver 43 last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's oh. so silly. All right. This is another, uh, another guy that we should have done, and I wish I would have seen this beforehand. Chris Godwin, fantasy points per game, ranks by year. 2022, 15th. 2021, 6th. 2020, 15th. 2019, 2. He's going as wide receiver 30. What was he last year again, though? 15th. In points per game. Because he came back a little later. I just, man, those... You've got the possibility of Kyle Trash. I almost said Kyle Trash. That's a Freudian slip. That is. Freudian slip. I just... That, man, that makes me so nervous. But, again, he is that possession receiver so he might be his mm-hmm. best friend i don't know yeah that makes that argument is exactly why i i actually had mike evans on my bust list too but uh godwin kind of like the keenan allen thing i'm going to make my argument against my argument for keenan allen is a floor guy he's a possession guy he's going to catch balls he's going to try and get first downs yeah for where he's going like yeah sign me up for that uh, well, yeah well that's price. the thing we're where is price he's yeah he's probably priced pretty well for where he's going evans uh, Godwin. Godwin. Like wide receiver 30. Yeah, see, I want that all fucking day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd rather have that than Drake London. Hell and yeah. get him in the next round. Because the, the, uh, he has that high floor that you want, and then wide receiver 30, that's crazy. Yeah. And they're going to be playing from behind a lot too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. that. I just don't know. Kyle Trask is... <sighs> Woo! This one we didn't say um, at... Uh, but since we were talking about tight ends, top five tight ends average a uh, 23.7% target rate. There's only been five that exceeded that last year. It was Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, your boy Tyler Higby, mm-hmm. and Chig Okonkwo. So yeah, but like you got to take that. You, sometimes like it's the new fad to, to do uh, target shares in, in fantasy. And it's kind of been a trend the past couple of years. You have to look deeper than that though. Cause like, because yeah, the uh, target share, not all target shares are created equally. Target yeah. share on the Falcons last year, yes, he had a huge – he had the, maybe the number one uh, target share in the league or like top five, it, like you just said. 
but he the ball was being thrown 20 times a game so who gives a fuck yeah, four, yeah, yeah. four attempts out of 16 ain't gonna get you very <laughs> yeah. so, so i was also like i didn't put olave as my bust because when Derek carr does come in he got has a guy it's always he always has and a he guy airs it out always a top yeah. 10 ish player so the only reason that i i'm, I'm not i still think olave is going to be good uh he's a good player um, but he had a 27% target share last year. But is Michael Thomas going to play? Is this uh, Raheed Shaheed dude uh, going to be good? Is Jawan Johnson going to get catches? Um, like, I think the lobby was the only guy, basically. But is there, there's more guys. going to be less of a target share. Are you, is there any worry about that at all since we're talking target share? Mm. I mean, I'll sneak in as your person who watched most of the Saints games last year. Uh, all of the guys except for Mike Thomas were there when Olave broke out. Mm-hmm. Right. He was leading the league for and I don't have the stat ready. I'm sorry, but for uh, like unrealized air yards, basically like how many deep balls got thrown his way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a different game than Mike Thomas and Mike Thomas runs anything other than a slant. He's probably going to explode. So, <laughs> you know, I think you've got a real you've got a real chance to see him, you know, keep getting those eight to 12 targets a game. I think he will. No too. Problem. I just didn't know if it was like if it was a concern at all. I think and not I think, that I, think, I think I mean, like I said, Carr just. That's what he does. He just finds yeah. one guy and keeps throwing it. Yeah, I mean, look at Devontae Adams, I don't have things. the exact stat on me, but I think he had 12 touchdowns last year, and I think like eight of them were over 20 yards, uh, 20 yard touchdowns. He had a uh, uh, 29% had target share. 14, yeah, 14 touchdowns last year. 14. And yeah, and some crazy amount of them were over 20 yards. Like, is he just airs it out. Uh, yeah. Not to say that Olave is quite, but he, I mean, it's he's probably going to second year in the league. Yeah, he's probably going to hone in on and if it's somebody, it's probably a lot of it. Yeah, yep. receivers typically take leaps in their second and their fifth years, is what you know past stats have shown. So this, here's year two for Olave coming up with a actual yep. consistent you know top. Which I feel so bad for Drake London because I would I, his talent is there and he's no, just not going to be able to showcase it at all. Which sucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you watch any of the any of the training camp videos where Ritter's just like throwing it like all. Like, like behind him, like you know, all yeah. ISD, all this kind of stuff. Uncatchable balls is a is a painful stat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's bring it home. I got a split. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm sorry about that tight end discussion that was completely useless. <laughs> We're apparently um, huge tight end fans on this pod. Yeah. God, <laughs> we really go in on some tight ends. Um, but uh, yeah, we will be back. Uh, I'm not sure what we're gonna do next time. It'll be a little surprise episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back at you pretty soon. And as always, fuck you, fantasy football. Fantasy.